Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Keisha. And this is Tyler. And this is How's, how's the, the fam? fam? So, How's the Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every Wednesday talking about family, friends, and growth, apparently only. So, we will not be talking about Storm the Capital. Because Keisha just got on to me about trying to talk about <laughs> Storm the Capitol. I really want to talk about it. We probably still will. You know, we do our recaps every at the beginning of every month. But we'll see how she feels come February. Uh, with all that being said, today's topic, everybody, is about parenting specifically. And it's parenting in this new year. And especially when it comes to us. Because right now, we're almost at like a crossroads, man. Our kids are about to be in uh, kindergarten. Like, they're about to leave daycare, and we, ha- we have a few options. So, we're going to talk about some of those options and, and kind of where our headspace is at, kind of the rationale. We're just going to bring you along that, with that journey. Uh, keep in mind, go ahead and rate us five stars, especially if you're going to be here this entire time. You might as well. But, um, yeah, man. So, right now, I'll just go ahead and crack it open. Uh, we think about putting our girls in private school. And it's not because we have bad school district or anything like that. And it's not because, you know, we're afraid or we think our daughter is just so advanced that she needs to be in private school or that she's so behind that she needs to be in private school. It's literally the simple fact that we've been paying this expensive daycare prices. And, I mean, we're already used to paying it. You know, we're already used to paying it. And why not try to get her that education that could potentially give her a, head, a heads up or one up? Because the way I look at it is, it's not, I guess it, financially it is, I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of expensive. I was looking at that and I was like, yo, for this to be money we ain't got to spend, it is, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. But at the same time, it's also money that we already spending in terms of just daycare. So if we could put those funds towards their education instead, I mean, it's probably, uh, it'd probably be good. I mean, at this point, I'm not 100% sure what she's good at. I know she's very good at pattern recognition, so I'm assuming she'll be good at math. She's already relatively good at some of her sight words. She's relatively good at phonics. And so, honestly, I don't know how that translates to real-world skill, <laughs> especially considering how young she is. But here's also the other thing I was thinking, right? You can't bring you can't let one of them be at the private school without letting the other one be at the private school and i was just like yo to put them both in private school seems like it would be uh like i don't know a financial burden as well (laughs) however they're both in daycare currently and that price is still similar Mm -hmm. so i'm just at the point where i'm thinking if we do it i mean will it hurt financially maybe maybe not right i'm I'm not a fortune teller. I can't look into the future. But it's almost like if, if if I do it, is it more like an investment? And will that investment actually pay off, you know? We're really looking into it now because Liana has a late birthday. And so instead of, I mean, she turns five this year. So instead of being able to start kindergarten because of the birthday thing after September 1st, she won't be able to start till she's actually five, which will be next year. So she'll be one of those kids who will be the oldest in her class. And that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. But the place we're looking at, they have, like, it's a school. And they start in pre-K. 
And you had said kindergarten earlier. It's really preschool. I mean, it's all <laughs> real talk. It's all the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, okay. And so they start. They have a K three, K four, KT, which is like a kindergarten transitional class, and then kindergarten. And they go all the way up to twelfth grade. The thing, the thing, like we thought about is Liana will come home sometimes and like I was bored. And we even talked to her teacher and was... The teachers like, always say she's fine and all this, that, and the other. But my thing is, Liana's relatively obedient, right? She's like, you know, if you tell her to do something, she's going to do it. So if you tell her to do whatever, she'll probably do it. Like, when they call it in the teaching world, like, some of your students, no matter what you tell them, they'll just be like, okay, cool, I'll get it done. And there's some kids who just, like, will... Ah, you know, <laughs> so they they won't do it. They're gonna fight you tooth and nail, this that, and other. And then there's some kids who want to do it but just don't have the ability. Our daughter, she has the ability, she does it, and then she just kind of sit there, you know. She'll sit there, but um, the teacher also says she helps out other kids to finish their work. Yeah. So um, with that being said, we don't truly like Tyler said. We don't truly know her skill level or anything. But what this school does is they have the pre-K classes where it's by age. And so with Liana, they um, do this testing to see where she's at. And if she if she tests a certain way, she'll get, instead of being put in this K-4 class, she'll be put in um, this KT class, which is like an in-between preschool and in-between kindergarten class where they know more or they learn more than the preschool kids, but not as much as you would as you were in kindergarten. So that kind of incites us a little bit. Like, it's um, is it worth? It might be worth it. It's definitely worth it if she can skip a grade and not like feel cheated out of education, right? And yeah. be struggling, right? If she doesn't skip a grade, because I mean, either way, you have to be cool. If we put her in there, we got to be cool with either way. Either way. There's no guarantee that she'll get to skip a grade and transition to the next grade, right? However, you know, if she doesn't, you can't be mad at her and you can't be mad at the circumstance and just pull her out because she doesn't test well and is in the regular class. And it's kind of just like right now, like, why not? We're paying this money anyway. She would. In just reality, she would have to do another year of daycare. So why not spend that daycare money in a private school where they have pre-K for her age to teach this awesome curriculum? Yeah. Um, and at and first... she can really be learning. Yeah. I was thinking... I mean, yeah, the curriculum's important. Then I was looking at, like, kind of where we live and considering, like, the diversity element of it. The diversity is crap regardless. And so you might as well just go ahead and put her with... The, the other side of the diversity spectrum. <laughs> oh my I mean, it really is, man. Being black in like suburbia is like almost like a jaw a jaw dropping experience, considering where we came from. No, it's not. You don't think so? No. Oh, because I mean, you know, it's not even fifty fifty. It wasn't fifty fifty in school. In high school, it definitely was. It 50/50. grew to fifty fifty, but it didn't start off that way. My thing is forty sixty. 50, might as well be fifty fifty when you know all you hang out with is black folks. But you can't tell me forty sixty doesn't feel like ninety ten or like ninety five five. Yeah, that's a huge difference, right? And so, regardless of whether she's in private school or public school over here, 
It's going to be 95.5. Oh, my bad. It might be 90.10, and it's going to drop to 95.5. But, like, what's the... Like what's the what's the difference? And I don't know. It's it's one of those things that we're thinking about. It's like the side of parenting we're very unsure about, very unknowing about. We've been talking to other parents about it. A lot of them are just like you know, it's like go for it, and then your kid will tell you if they don't like it, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like kind of putting a lot of faith in your kid. But I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't want to put all my faith in a five year old. <laughs> it's not that just down you have to be involved too and very conscious of everything and like have your check-ins and really like be involved with your child's school so my parents weren't that's and that's another thing i hate to do this my parents weren't that involved overly involved in my like school life like that yeah, I feel like I turned out just fine. And my, I mean, I wasn't like hovered or I mean, I did really well to not have someone like stressing over me. But I feel like this is a different situation because just so where Liana is, this is ahead of time. Like Melanie, in the back of my head, I'm not worried about her because she's going to be where she's supposed to be. Yeah, that is true. And it's just with Liana, it's like I'm not sure. It's like this unknown. I don't know this whole area. So, and she's our first child. So, she's going to be the first one to, like, go through with it and stuff like that. So, you just want to be right, you know? You just want to do the right thing for your child. And Yeah, yeah I do want to be right. I ain't going to lie to you. I do want to look back and be like, yes, this was the right decision for my child. And at this point in time, I mean, even with all the information we've learned from other parents, all the information, the reviews... The outlook, just kind of like seeing where the world is and how much more competitive it is than where we were, the world was when we started. And I ain't going to lie to you. I just can't call it. I can't call it at all, man. (laughs) And I feel bad for that because, I mean, it's her future hanging in our decision. And I think it's different because we're not in the area where we grew up. Yeah. So it's not like... Oh, my child going to the school district I went to. Yeah. I have no worries or what we, vice versa, you know, <laughs> depending on where you're from, you know what to expect. We're in a whole new state. We're in a whole new area. So it's really like a guessing game. So I guess it's just, I don't want it to be a lot of trial and error, but push kind of shove. I mean, we have options. Yeah. So. And on the other side of parenting. There's potty training. I give up. Do you? I ain't gonna lie. I'm almost at that point where I'm just like, this girl. They keep saying they'll figure it out when they want to. And she didn't figure it out peeing to a T. Also, what's up with this thing with Liana and like waiting until the last second? I don't know. It's... Is that a thing girls do or something? No. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. It might It might be like a cry for attention. Because here's the thing. Liana's 100% potty trained. That girl been potty trained for so long. I lost count. I felt so proud the day she was potty trained. I almost I could almost remember the date. But here's the thing. So lately, like she's been, I don't know, maybe more adventurous than lately, right? And so she'll wait till literally the last second to like to pee. And you can tell because like, I mean, our walls aren't super thick and we don't have the the best insulation in between, like on the inside. And so you hear the toilet. <laughs> it just sounds like an engine taking off, man. And I'd be like, Dad, go on that girl peeing hard. But I think she's waiting to like do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I think like lately she's been having like 
slight wet spots every once in a while. And it's not consistent. It's like every other day, every other, like, once every three days or so. But it's happening. And I feel like that shouldn't be happening to a kid that's 100% potty trained. And on the other end of the spectrum is Melanie, which, like, I feel like we did a good job encouraging her to poop in the potty. And she did. She does it when she really wants candy. But outside of that, like, if she just kind of wants candy, she's just going to be, like, clean up my poop. And she's just going to poop on herself. And it's, uh, I ain't going to lie, it's starting to, it, it was annoying at first. It was infuriating a little later. And now I feel somewhat hopeless. I agree. I do feel somewhat hopeless. Because it's like, we on her time. And I don't like being on her time. <laughs> I low-key want to whoop her, but I feel like whooping a kid for potty and ain't going to give me the desired result that I want. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it will. Because we haven't tried that yet. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. That girl's, uh, that's the frustrating part, uh, I really wish I knew the answer. <laughs> and if the answer comes sooner than later, I would definitely let y'all know. <laughs> but until then, I, we just we just lost out here. And then there's the other story of bedtime, which I don't know what's gotten into our girls. Maybe it's my blood, because I like to stay up late. I think so. But uh, them girls going to be going, man. They don't be going. Even when they stay up late, they still wake up early. Super early. And they lose no energy. Like, no matter how late they stay up, they're going to wake up early and ready. Like, early and kicking it. Like, ready, ready. Like, yo, why ain't y'all up? The sun's out. Let's go. And I ain't going to lie. It's starting to wear me down. (laughs) It's starting to wear me down, man. It's almost like like the, the wide receiver or the cornerback who's been guarding the wide receiver. And then the, uh, the quarterback just like, this dude just keep making these routes. And it's so long, and I'm getting tired. And eventually, the wide receiver going to catch that pass, and it's going to be a touchdown because you ain't going to have no more gas left. I feel like that's what they're doing. Like, right now, they're probably upstairs plotting on us. Like, yeah, all right. No, so, we stayed sweet. up. <laughs> but I think y'all really just got off routine. Because when the time changed, and they were like, Still on their regular time, and they were going to sleep. Yeah, they woke up a little early, but man, that was like a moment. Like having them down. When was that November? We were going down at like nine something, and that was awesome. That was November. Yeah, I think so. I remember that. And, it was a good time. It was good living. They good were living. really on a routine. Like when they wake up, like we would get going. Put their clothes on, give them a snack. Well, we didn't really have to give them a snack because they made it to breakfast. So I think, like, y'all done got so out of routine, especially after Christmas, that they just kind of just out of it right now. I forgot what happened. I think I got tired, man. I got tired. That's probably exactly what it is, man, because working, being essentially a full-time father, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, that baby is in you, baby. Good night. I wish that people could see. Oh that baby is a baby. And it's alive inside your stomach. And you just carrying all that weight. Good night. But, uh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's, like, I, it's almost like I was in a boxing match and just kept taking gut punches. And I was like, man, I'm out of breath. I'm tired. I need some sleep. I really do. <laughs> I just need some sleep. But I can't drop my girls off with somebody because of the pandemic. And so they just got to be here or in daycare. And when they're here, I'm responsible for them. And when they're in daycare, I'm at work. 
And so, <laughs> like, <laughs> at what point are you actually going to get a break? I just don't get one. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And you just got to deal with that until the pandemic is over. And I'm, like, on the sideline watching. I'm just like, he is deteriorating. And I've like, gained weight from this. I can just only try to put in my two cents, but I really think that's what it is. And hopefully I can spur up some energy to like help out with that, but something out of shape because we're supposed to be gearing up for the new one and we're struggling with the other two. I mean, so. look at the house right now, man. Like we had the house clean. Like Friday, and then we had it cleaned again on Sunday, and now we need to clean it again. It it's, all, it's about to be ended. Wednesday. Like, we've been cleaning, and it's not even the whole house. It's just the living room to the uh, kitchen. That's it. Our girls will wreck this thing every single day. Wreck it. And I, we've been trying to prepare for a new Naomi. baby sister come in. Yeah. And it's like, I like, can't get to it because yeah. just maintaining what the yeah. just normal rooms, the kitchen, the living, like you said, it's just two rooms: the kitchen to the living room. That's if, it. And I guess you, our dining room is like if you neglect it, it gets insane in here, and so you kind of neglect the other, the the preparing because I mean, shoot, I don't. And we have to, and here's the crazy thing. Our house is relatively organized, y'all. Like, Keisha did a great job organizing. Everything has a place for the most part. Like, onesie, twosie things, like, I don't know, you got, like, your headbands and stuff like that. I don't really know where that goes when I fold clothes. Like, little stuff like that. But, like, for the most part, everything has a place. And for somehow, some reason, it always gets out of place. I just don't get it. Well, I get it. Our girls are like, wake up with a mission. <laughs> but good night, man. I mean, we even put most of their toys upstairs. and Just the onesie twosie toys from Christmas. Whew. If I step on one more PJ Masks <laughs> figurine, I'm just going to throw them all away. And I know they it love gets, them toys of death. Yeah, it gets I'm a, to a no. point. It's like certain stuff you keep cleaning up. They just so happen to... Find their way into the trash can. Oh, I've been doing that. Like yeah. the, the super, super small stuff. Like Gecko had like a little pet lizard or something like that. I'm guessing that's a gecko. But <laughs> yeah, man, that's 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 long gone. Ooh. Yeah. And then Owlet had like a pet pigeon. Yeah. Go figure. It wasn't an owl. She gone too. Away? Oh, yeah. It's gone, baby. That's terrible, Tyler. Gone? Hey, they weren't stepping on it. I was. And after that third time I looked down, I'm like, you know what? All of them the only one who still got a pet is Catboy. And let that cat end up on the wrong side one day. It's a wrap. Uh, anyone can get it. Anybody can get it. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, we gotta. I got to figure out the sleeping thing sooner than later. Because, like, I ain't going to lie to you, man. That timer is coming. It's counting. Oh, yeah. And we don't know when, but essentially any day. Because how far, how far along are you? You don't even remember? It's like, I know you passed like 30, right? I got like six weeks and some change. Oh, yeah. So any day now, you should be good. You can have a baby tomorrow and it'd be so fine. almost 34 weeks, yeah. Yeah, you can have a baby tomorrow and it wouldn't be preemie, right? Or is that right? No, and that's not she right? She would still be pre. She would be pre? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, regardless, time is not on our side. And we still need to get a like a mattress. I think somebody just ordered a bassinet. 
that's a, a, a genuine blessing. A, a very genuine blessing. Thanks for everything. Yeah, from a very, very good friend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got the bassinet that you wanted, not I, that you wanted. Yep. And uh, I got to get the baby's mattress for the crib upstairs. But, I mean, like I said earlier, oh, so, all right, let's, like, let's just dive into it. What do we need for our ba- uh, for the new baby? Diapers. Yeah, diapers. Let's see. Diapers, wipes. Diapers. Huh? You don't say wipes? And wipes. You're just saying diapers, diapers and diapers? Wipes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, diapers and diapers. Because, like, here's the thing. When we have kids, like, since we had girls, like, we was like, all right, you know, just give these clothes away. And so when people was like, are you having another girl? It's like, yeah. So the people we gave clothes to gave our clothes back to us. And so, <laughs> our clothes are going to be on, what do they call it, hand-me-down generation four? Oh or five, goodness. actually, right? Maybe five? What do you mean five? Our kids, our, the clothes that Liana initially had mm-hmm. have been with five kids, right? It's Liana, then we gave them to a friend. Then they came back from Melanie, then we gave them to a friend. Now they're coming back from Naomi, right? No. Yeah. That's the- I, didn't know, I, I didn't give them away after Liana. Uh, mm-hmm. no, because they were so close. Oh, okay. So I was yeah, pregnant with Melanie before so it's been four times. Liana's first birthday. Four times. That just tells you how good that drafty is, though. It'll mess your washing machine up. However, <laughs> it'll make your clothes clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, essentially, how, how we usually do it, especially since we have like upstairs now, is um. When we had a baby, essentially that baby going to be like in the bassinet. It's not, what do we use? A pack and play? A pack and play. Yeah, we, we never had a, back, a bassinet. We yes, had a we pack did. And, the, the pack and play had the bassinet on top. We just lost a piece and couldn't use the bassinet oh, part anymore. Okay. So, yeah, we usually use the, the, the pack and play thing. Mm-hmm. And the pack and play will hold the baby in our room so that way, you know, Keisha can nurse and sleep. And then nurse and then sleep. Because what's going to happen is the baby going to wake up. Yep. I don't care. The baby don't care what you're doing. When the baby's ready to eat, the baby's going to eat. <laughs> right? And if you don't wake up, it's just going to cry even stronger and stronger and stronger until you do. It's like the uh, mortal alarm clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, babies don't wake up maybe like three to four times a night. And Keisha don't wake up when the baby wake up. For the most part, <laughs> I wake up. And then I just put the baby on your boob, and then the baby usually latches on because Keisha didn't have a problem with latching. Thank goodness. All right, that's a blessing. Well, it hasn't <laughs> had a problem with latching yet. We'll yeah. see how the next baby does. And so you do that for about three months. And around three, four months, that's when they start kind of like lifting their heads Finding up. Finding it themselves. Yeah, well, no, I'm talking about like lifting their heads up and uh-huh. being a little more mobile okay. and stuff like that, right? Also, around like that four to five month range, that's when they start smiling. I keep telling people, I'm like, yeah, being a parent, like a new parent is awful until your baby starts smiling. Once your baby starts smiling, then you're like, yo, you know what? I like this. This is okay. I can so do this. <laughs> it's true, though. They be cracking smiles before three or four It's months. all involuntary. Apparently, yeah, like, the muscles. Yeah, the face. first three months, first three weeks. If you want to have pictures done, you need to do it within those first, like, one, two weeks, like three weeks is really pushing it. Because what can happen is if you got a good photographer, they'll know where those, uh, where the reflexes are. Mm-hmm. And they can like do it in the foot and then they'll involuntarily make your baby like smile. Yeah. It's not like, it's, I guess it's similar to tickling. But it's like, 
Yeah, because tickling, like laughing from tickling is involuntary. But it's literally just an impulse reflex. Yeah, it's a reflex. That's a perfect word because that is the word. But, uh, yeah, it's just a reflex. So if you got a good photographer, they'll know where that reflex is on their toe or on their foot and make them smile. And that's how you get those beautiful baby pictures of babies, like, with their sleep, but then they smile. That's how you get those beautiful, beautiful pictures. One or two weeks, That's just so y'all know. But, um... Where was I at? Oh, okay. So, yeah, they'll start, like, lifting their heads up. And they'll also start trying to, like, say, roll Mel- over. Melanie came out the womb holding her head up. Melanie did come out the womb holding her head up. <laughs> Melanie is an exception to the rule. She was like, hey, with everything but potty training. <laughs> Melanie started walking early. She started rolling over early. She started crawling early. Oh, everything man. but potty training. But, uh, like I said, Melanie is, like, a very... Special, unique, physical specimen. But, um, yeah, they lift their heads up. And so when they lifting their heads up, the next objective for them is to, like, just go from lifting their heads up to, like, rolling to their back. <laughs> and then, of course, the next step from there is to roll from their back to their stomach. And once they start rolling back, stomach, back, stomach, they too big for the bassinet, all right? And that's around, like, five, six months, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Hey, it's it's all general, folks. Some of, some of y'all babies gonna be the Usain Bolt of babies, and they just gonna break all the records, all right? And then some of us are gonna have babies that aren't the Usain Bolt. I'm not gonna insult nobody, baby, and use the name I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. But some of our babies ain't gonna be the Usain Bolt of babies, and it's gonna take them a long time, regardless of whether it takes a long time, short time. Once they start rolling, the bassinet is over. It's a wrap. <laughs> and it's time for them to get in, like, a crib of some sort, right? And once they're in the crib, usually you got to transition them from wherever they are to that crib. You can't just go, you was in my room, now you're out of my room. You got to go, like, you know, it's like move them closer to the door. <laughs> and then we move them a little further out the door, like right outside mm-hmm. the door. Then you just make let them sleep in the living room. Yeah, when they it's start looking process. up for you, that's also a sign that you need to move them out. Uh-huh. Because if they just wake up in the middle of the night and don't see you, then you got a whole nother issue. Because here's what you don't... Oh, here's what you don't do. Don't let that baby sleep in the bed with you. Don't let the baby... <laughs> like, once that baby finished nursing... I will wake up. Well, I actually don't go to sleep when you're nursing. But I'll like get the baby once he like falls off the the nipple, mm-hmm. and I'll pick him up and put him back in the bassinet. Do not let that baby sleep in the bed with you. It is apparently is the most convenient thing you can do. I know a lot of my coworkers, a lot of my friends, a lot of my associates. Hey, I've seen just random people on Instagram talk about it. It's like they call it co-sleeping or co-sleeping. something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't do no co-sleeping. Because co-sleeping going to mess up your sleeping, all right? No co-sleeping. So, yeah, you want to, like, in and out, in and out. It's annoying, but it's worth it. Yeah. And, yeah, our kids don't sleep with us. They never have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I about to say, I refuse. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just keeping it moving. Yeah, man, that's you transition them into, like, the living room, and then you can transition them into their room. And that's right. Well, what, eight months? Seven, eight, six to eight six, months. Yeah. yeah, six to eight months, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you get your kids. So that's how you have your babies and get your kids <laughs> functioning. You make it sound so simple. Right. It's not simple because 
Although those like that time frame while you're in it takes forever. That time for that first six months is like eight years. Yeah. It's gonna feel like eight years, like maybe even ten. It's gonna feel like a long, long, long time. But once you pass it, like once you get to a one year, you're gonna be like, dang, what happened? It's gonna feel like it was just yesterday. I just remember like when we was preparing for Melanie, it was like, oh, we had our first. We got this. Like, this gonna be a smooth breeze. It's gonna be a breeze. <laughs> It's gonna be a breeze. We got this. And Melanie was a whole nother baby. Like, so different from Well, Leanna. the first thing, Melanie cried a lot louder than Leanna She had cried. a louder cry. So, she was a lot more demanding. Like, you you don't want... If you have a baby to cry, like, Ooh. loud and strong, I mean, God be with you. Like, legit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make your like It's something chemically that just... Ooh. It just does something to you. Yeah, and Liana was a sleeping baby. Like, that girl, it didn't matter how much she slept in the day or at night. She slept pretty much through the night yeah. early on. And so, Melanie was total opposite. She was a catnapper. So, she would catnap all day yeah. and all night. Yeah. And she was just on this rotation. And then you had to have the, have the milk ready at the certain time. If you didn't, she's pissed. And she's going to cry. And she's going to cry. The entire time until she get her milk. she's just mad. Like, you know what's up. She still does that. She does. Like, when she wake up in the morning, she's like, yo, no. you knew I was waking up. <laughs> Where is my milk? It's like, the milk was like right there where you left it last night. <laughs> yeah. And Tyler really didn't even deal with her at the beginning either. Like... She only wanted you. Yeah, you was, that's what you would say. He was like, she just cried me. I'm like, well, you got to try. I mean, no, I don't. Why, would, why should I have to try? You act like I don't have my entire life with this child. That's what I was telling you in the moment. You was like, baby, you have to bond with her. You but have to you, bond with she her. Never I was just like, you, I, I have never, my entire life. I never had a moment to myself. So it was like, come on now. You got to. Well, somebody got to be out. with Liana too. Well, how you Leanna think Liana felt? Fine. How you think Liana felt? She was fine. No, she was not. We was mostly with her. Yeah, so, I was mostly like, with Liana. Yeah. The, so I'm now, not saying having Melanie all day, just some of the time. Yeah, man. It's a juggling act when you have two kids. Now, what you finna do with three? It's gonna be a juggling act. What you mean? <laughs> I'm already did. I'm getting better at the juggling act. Feel, I'm not good at I it. I feel like it's just gonna be me and Naomi. It's probably so. But my thing is, why wouldn't it be like that? I mean, obvious reasons. If I'm a breastfeed, you got she's going to have that bond. But you got the goods. I understand that. But even I have to consciously remember to spend time with my other two. They're going to spend time with you. I have no doubt Like they're going to gravitate towards you just out of sheer like childlike fascination, right? Mm-hmm. Like You ain't got to worry about the girls like getting a bond with Naomi and you and this, that, and the other. They're going to come to you. Probably because I'm going to probably end up being mean and more strict on them. Because I'm going to have three <laughs> kids. And I'm going to be super, super tired. But yeah, they're going to they gonna come to you. I wouldn't worry about that. Mm. Yeah, I about to say, the only thing we didn't talk about was breastfeeding. So we're going to save breastfeeding for another day. You know, but we're pretty much done with our time here. <laughs> I don't. I know it's a, it's a, it's a podcast about family, friends, and growth and everything. However, all of our viewers don't have kids and all of our viewers, you know, 
So it's just like for those who made it this far and you don't have kids, it's something to expect. For those who do have kids, you know, it's almost like a walk down memory lane, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah, and we kind of just wanted to talk about it because, I mean, this is like in the back of our head. It's like in our face right now. I mean, it's the growth it's, of it all, right? It's countdown. Yeah. Like for real. Any day now. It's like a real saying right now. Yeah. So. Gotta get that backpack. Oh, we still ain't got the backpack. I said I was gonna do it this weekend. You said you were gonna do it last weekend. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I said you were gonna do it last weekend. <laughs> Should have gotten done. But uh, I got my backpack. What? I do. What? I ain't gonna go to them COVID ridden uh, hospitals without my backpack. You kidding me? Yes, my bag is packed. I got the girls. I need to pack the girls' bag. That's the other bag. bag. We have to pack. It's theirs. I need to pack a bag for the girls. We got to figure out a whole... We got to figure out like a whole plan for that. But again, that's for another episode. <laughs> oh, with that said, Keisha, you got any words of recommendation? I almost said letters of recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Keisha, you got any words of encouragement for the people? Yeah. It's still the beginning of the year. We're still in January. So you have time to plan your year, even though it's very question markish. <laughs> That's even the word. Um, but it's good to try to plan. I mean, try to do the best to execute it. But at the end of the day, it helps out a lot. We kind of have a plan. And, I mean, if you achieve it, that's awesome. But if not, then, I mean, hey, it's always next year. As long as you get 1% better every single day, even (laughs) if you don't achieve your goal, at the end of the year, you'll be 37% closer to achieving whatever you're trying to achieve. Um, My words of encouragement are to ask you guys to rate this podcast five stars. Here's the thing, y'all. Rating this podcast five stars Brings us up the algorithm. It helps us become more discoverable. So if you enjoy it, people like you may enjoy it. And please, please, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast and what you've heard, especially if you like it. Um, And with that said, my words of encouragement, especially for these men out here, youngsters out here, is you got to go out with confidence, man. You got to have the utmost confidence in yourself. And if you can't, if you don't have it in you just yet, Figure out a way to get some because the most important thing, especially, I know it's crazy about that. It's one of those things like I've had for a long time, but it's just one of those things you have to have as a man. You have to be confident and regardless of what it is in, you got to be confident. And uh, I, those are my words of encouragement. Um, Kiki, how's the fam? We're good. Fam's good over here. Y'all be blessed. Bye.